in the name of Allah, the beneficent and merciful, we give him praise and we give him thanks over and over again for his intervention into our affairs. In the person of Master W. Farad Muhammad, the great Mahdi, we thank Almighty God Allah over and over again for his intervention into our affairs. And when God intervenes into the affairs of men, he comes to interrupt. He comes to interfere in the current activities that men and women are involved in. He comes in between two different points of time to deal with two different type of people and settle an argument between those people and advocate the cause of those who are downtrodden by the others. But the greatest of God's intervention is that he comes and he raises a man, a man in whom he imbues with his spirit and raises him in degrees of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to himself. A man who would bring about a whole new state of affairs. That man is the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. And we thank them both for reproducing themselves, and they are now embodied in one whom it is said of would get us across the river on his shoulders. And when he gets us across to the other side, he will not say, look what he has done. He will say, look what Allah has done. So the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, before he is a humble brother. And we thank Almighty God, Allah, for the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. In their righteous names, I'd like to greet you all once again in the greeting words of peace. We say it in the Arabic language, Assalamu alaikum. Brothers and sisters, uh, we are truly blessed as a people to be in the company of the mighty men that God has produced for the salvation and the liberation of the black man and woman. To understand Allah is to understand who he sent to us. Because knowledge of the messenger is the knowledge of God. And the only way we're going to have a solidified understanding, comprehensive understanding of God is that we have to study one whom he has set in front of us as an example of what a man would do that is spirit filled with the wisdom and knowledge of God. So we witness a man in the most honorable Elijah Muhammad that transformed a whole nation from hybrids called a Negro to living perpendiculars. We thank Almighty God Allah for his intervention. And when we look at the word intervention, we we really went over it in my salutation. And sometimes, forgive me for my long salutations, but it prepares and orientates my mind for what I want to talk about. But to understand why we thank Allah for his intervention is to understand what intervention is. You know, I happen to be looking at a program, and it's called intervention. And really what it's about drug addicts, people who have fallen on the lower strata of society and how they need somebody to be interject something into their life to change the course that they are on. So Allah came himself hmm, to start us on a process in intervening into our affairs. And when we say affairs, we talk about our business. Hmm? All the things that we go about in life, Allah came to interfere with that because under the tutelage of the white man here in the hells of North America, we had lost the knowledge of ourselves. We had lost our God. 
We have lost our culture and we needed someone to interfere with that process that the white man had put us on. See, we didn't know anything about what it was that made us what we are. Hmm? Until the, uh, the almighty God Allah raised the most honorable Elijah Muhammad to really give us a complete understanding of ourselves and set us on a course to God's self and power. So we thank almighty God for his interference. And when he interfered, he raised a man that would serve as a testimony to himself. So if we want to know how God intervenes and introduces his power into our life and raises us to himself is to study the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. And since we didn't actually know who that man was when we were among us, because we failed the test, huh, he reintroduced himself through a man called Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. So we had one more chance to get it right. See, to understand how God moves and acts, prepares our mind and our being to act in accord with the time. Hmm? See, because if we don't have a knowledge of the time, we would not know what to do in the time frame that what we live in. So we thank Almighty God Allah for giving us instructions, giving us certain commandments, rules to guide us in our thought, in our actions, so we live in accord with the time in which we live. We're looking at the rise of the dead. We're looking at the day of judgment that is akin to the day of resurrection. And when we see a man that is reforming, reshaping the course of destiny through human beings, we're looking at a man that is an example of God himself. Mm, praise be to Allah. So what I would like to do at this time with the few minutes that I have before you, I really want to go over an article in the Final Call newspaper. We... We know what the Final Call newspaper is, right? We read this paper? Yes, sir, because we have people that's been before us and is before us that help us see things clearly. Because hmm? we live in a world that gives us a heavy dose of misinformation, hmm? misdirection, so that we can really not formulate a constructive way of dealing with the problems that we face living in a world that is categorically against our growth and development. Hmm? So we need one to interfere. We need one to come into a different point of time. And then when I say that, I mean the enslavement of us as black people. And the point of time that we will reach under the guidance of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan that will lead us right to the door of the hereafter. huh? That's the two different points of time that he comes in between. And he comes to interfere with how we act according to how the white man wants us to act. huh? He said he come to give us a science of everything. huh? Hmm? Because to know the science of everything would give us the ability to take our rightful place as the gods of the universe. Hmm? So, so Mother Tynetta wrote an article in the Final Call newspaper. It says, he that sat up on the throne said, behold, I'll make all things new. Huh? And it's a testimony to the risen Christ. So when we look at the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, we say he is the exalted Christ. He is the Messiah. 
Matter of fact, he's now God himself. huh? So he's not just an ordinary man. He's an extraordinary man. So as I said last time before, you know, Allah didn't make us to be ordinary. I'm sorry. He didn't make us to be mediocre. He made us to be extraordinary, huh? So that we walk tall and heavy throughout society to give them a glimpse of the potential that they would have if they would follow the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, huh? So the work of the Christ has to be understood. Otherwise, we wouldn't know what it looks like when he returns, huh? Because if God said that the devil would fool the whole world, huh? How else would he fool the whole world? Not unless he uh, really fooled you about himself, huh? So God is revealing to us, huh? How we should look at things. We say we take a law's coloring. And Allah is the best of coloring, huh? So Allah being the best knower is the best one that's able to give us the ability to see correctly, huh? It says, behold, he comes in the volumes of the book, huh? So if we're going to understand him, we have to be in the volumes of the book. Because hmm? the scriptures, according to the, uh, to the uh, mother Tainetta Muhammad, and I'm going to try to read this, brothers and sisters. <laughs> I'll just tell the brother I was just out in the car trying to find my glasses. <laughs> I don't have my wife here, so I can't buy <laughs> There it is, brother child. Praise me to Allah. But that's not the first time brother Charles has saved me, all right? <laughs> Praise me to Allah. Let's give that man a warm round of applause. Now, I just want to really read some things verbatim, and then I'm going to get out from in front of you because we got a whole list of power punk, uh, power pack teachers that is going to give us some more deeper insight into the risen Christ. Now she says that lying behind the divine teachings of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad is a universal message of salvation for the whole of humanity. At a certain time, prophets start off as nationalistic, but God has raised a special type of man at the end of the world that really would do a work among the whole of humanity, right? So at a certain time, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan had taught us well, and he had to venture out into every nook and cranny of the whole world to begin to teach all of humanity. That's the work of the Christ. So it says, within its heartbeat is ignited the deepest spiritual flame of knowledge and wisdom that takes us to the origin of God and all created things. Huh? So oftentimes when I'm sitting in meetings, in one of the last meetings I was in, they wanted to really have us give them uh, a name of somebody that was really influential in the growth and development of us as particular people. And one of the things I tried to get across to him about the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, because black people have not really understood the value of the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. And because they have not valued the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, they did not really understand who the most Honorable Elijah Muhammad is. So to really look at this, Black people would be a lot further ahead if we would all agree 
if they had really just investigated the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and didn't just downright reject it because it was not in line with the thought pattern that the slave master had put in their minds. huh? So the supreme wisdom of God connects us to every school of thought in religious society throughout the world. So when Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan went on the World Friendship Tour, hmm, we got to understand, think over this, of what that significance was. Because it bore witness to what his teacher says, brother, I have made friends for you all over the planet, huh? And so at certain certain time, you're going to have to go out and find out who your friends are, huh? And he has given us a witness of how he was received by heads of state of all of the countries on this planet. Even his detractors threw down their crowns, huh? Because they could not deny the work that the most honorable Elijah Muhammad did among black people who were looked at as the lowest of the low, the deadest of the dead, and made them the darlings of civilization, huh? So behind every social and global event, taking place on our planet, there is an astronomical sign to be studied in the heavens above, reflecting the earth below. Now the word of Christ is to really connect us to the mind of Almighty God, Allah. And when we make that connection by virtue of our submission, to study in the will of Almighty God Allah, which in it is contained the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of the ancients that will give us the ability to move according to what Allah had in mind when he created us. So look at this, it says, as I close. It says, as students of the divine teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad, we are ever carried deeper into this flame and spark of life that we are inspired to share with the world's people from this divine perspective, which is comprehensive of all time, present, past, and future. Hmm? So, as followers, we are a testimony to the power of Almighty God, Allah, to transform human beings. And by virtue of that great work that has been done on us, we should be inspired, right, to go out and give it to the rest of society. Because it, we can bear witness to the individual resurrection, but can we transform ourselves into understand Al Kiyama, the great resurrection, huh? So when we see people entering into the ranks of Islam, huh? Celebrate the praise of our Lord, huh? Because we have been doing the work, it's going to bear witness to the work that we are doing. So now people cannot die, deny the force of the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. They try. 
but they cannot stand in the face of the invincible truth that the most honorable Elijah Muhammad gave us. And the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan is serving as a testimony of the risen Christ because he's bringing about this millennial kingdom or the kingdom of God that God said would happen when he first said he himself would come in the book of Genesis. Huh? He said, no of a surety. Hmm, Abraham, that thy seed shall be a stranger in the land that is not theirs and shall serve them and shall afflict them for 400 years. And also that nation whom they shall serve will I judge. And afterward they shall come out with what? Great substance, huh? So the testimony to, to the truthfulness and the promise of God is being witnessed today. See, black people can't say they don't have great sustenance. They just have to know how to use the great sustenance that they have. You've been under white folks that really taught them how to do business and be able to trade among us, huh? It is the black woman who taught the white woman how to keep her house, huh? Take care of their children, huh? It was the black man who was looking over the shoulder of watching airplanes crash into each other to tell the man to fly at different levels, huh? Everything that the white man has served to advance himself have come from the black man and woman of America, huh? So we have great sustenance, hmm? And it says, thou shalt go to thy fathers in peace, and thou shalt be buried in the good old age. So the ultimate truth we have to become acquainted to is to watch the master plan of Almighty God Allah. When God came in the person of Master Farah Muhammad, he did he had a plan already for our salvation, our liberation, and setting us on top of the world. Hmm? And all we have to do is follow the dictates. Huh? That he has laid down to ensure that we get to this place. So thank you for listening. May Allah bless you as I greet you in peace. Assalamu alaikum. So at this time, beloved, I want to bring forth to us a sister we all know and love who really does an excellent job as representing the teachings of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad and Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan in the most profound way from the perspective of women. So let us, along with myself, receive our sister, Sister Minister Aisha Muhammad. All praise is due to Allah. In the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful, we forever thank Allah for intervening in our affairs in the person of Master Farid Muhammad, the great Mahdi, the one who was to come and the one who has come. We thank him and we thank him and we thank him for raising one from among us, the most honorable and honored Elijah Muhammad whom we now know is the resurrected Christ. We thank him for realizing that we would not accept him as we should and giving us a last chance by allowing one to sit in his seat by Allah's permission as a warner, a teacher, a guide, and much more, the Honorable 
Louis Farrakhan. I greet you in our nation's greetings of peace, which is our original language of Arabic, not a foreign language, of Assalamu alaikum. Brothers and sisters, I thank student minister Iman Muhammad for allowing me these few moments, and I thank the Honorable Louis Farrakhan for allowing me to attempt to represent him and the teachings of Islam. Our theme for today is the return of Christ and how do you see it? When we look at the definition of the word Christ, and I must say first of all that Christ is not a last name of Jesus who was here 2,000 years ago, but it is actually an honored title. When we look in the dictionary, it says Christ is Greek for the word Messiah. And when you look at Messiah, it means anoint, to confer divine or holy office upon. So we say that Christ, although this person, this man, who is appointed, he is not self-appointed, but he is appointed by one who is greater than he. So we look at the most honorable Elijah Muhammad as the resurrected Christ and one who was anointed and appointed by Master Fard Muhammad himself. That title is not one, as we said, that although he was born for that purpose, he had to be taught and he had to evolve into that title and function. In the Holy Quran, when Rab is mentioned, which is a title of Allah, it means one who nourishes from stage after stage until it reaches its eventual perfection. So this is not like we were taught like abracadabra, that you're born into something and you automatically do it, but he had to be taught. And as we look at this process, we have to thank Almighty God Allah for the process of gradualism. Because we, as black people, having been taken from our original land and brought, as the speaker before me said, to a strange land, and we have adopted strange ways, Almighty God Allah did not give us straight Islam. That he had to, as I often hear Brother Imam, Brother Abdul Iman say that he couldn't, you couldn't mainline Islam. <laughs> that you had to be given Islam gradually. Well, it is also true during the time of Muhammad that the Arabs would often come to prayer drunk. So there had to come a time in the Holy Quran where it says, you know, do not come to prayer <laughs> drunk. If you can imagine someone praying and they're drunk. But Allah is understanding yeah. of our condition and our circumstances. And he allows for that. And as a sign of his mercy, he lets us gradually evolve into who we were intended to be. Jesus, 
who was here 2,000 years ago, was also taught. And some of the subjects that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said was that he was taught math, but he was also taught the high science of telepathy, which is the science of tuning in. Well, you know, some of you might not believe that. You know, tele just means distant, and pathos means transmission by means that maybe we're not acquainted with. But when you read the scripture, you see that quite often the messengers of God was given information, but not by means that are ordinary. Some of them were given information through dreams, and these dreams was transmitted to them, and quite often it was in these dreams that caused them to be able to save their life. If you look at Joseph, Joseph was told to get up and take Mary out of this land where they were and bring her into Egypt. Otherwise, we would not have Jesus. The most honorable Elijah Muhammad said to the Honorable Louis Farrakhan at a certain point in his development, I want your mind. Well, you know, if someone has your mind, they can transmit, they can receive, they can send, they can do what they will with your mind. He communicated why, you might say, well, why communicate in a way that is hidden? Well, first of all, we're learning that not only is Christ or the definition of Christ means Messiah, but as we're taught by the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, that another definition for the word Christ is crusher of the wicked. And they had to give warnings that would allow the God to prepare his man so that he would be able to function and be able to survive until the right moment in time. This world, the Honorable Louis Farrakhan, one of his recent tweets, he said that Satan's world is collapsing when Jesus makes his appearance. Now why is that? Because there is a clash of worlds. You know, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught us that Jesus was 2,000 years too soon. So it wasn't time because it was not the end of the wicked. So the Honorable Louis Farrakhan lets us know that now is the time because as we view this world, we can see one world falling and another world rising. As the brother's name meant God is rising, Brother Nipsey Hussle, that is a reminder of the time that we're living in. The Jews are an example of the forces that would come against the Christ. So when we look at the Honorable Louis Farrakhan, we see no other leader being attacked like he is being attacked by the Jews. Well, you might say, well, what is the significance of that? Well, when you look at the Jews, they command political power as well as financial power. So you can tell a lot by, about the quality of a man by his enemies. So how does God deal with the wicked? Because we said that one of his titles, Christ means crusher of the wicked. 
Well, when you look at Sodom and Gomorrah, in the scripture in Genesis 13 and 13, it says, but the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord exceedingly. So it's not a surprise that we're taught now that after Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed, that not even a blade of grass grows in that particular area now. So I know that we have been given a one-dimensional view of Jesus, whom we were taught is the Savior, and it was always one of a gentle and compassionate Savior, and certainly that is a part of Allah's nature. Otherwise, not one of us would be here today if he did not have mercy and compassion. But also, another part of his nature is destroyer. And as we look at the holiday that we just uh, recently witnessed of the Jews, the Passover, and the Passover was reminiscent of what? Where the blood of the lamb had to be on each door so that death would pass over the house. In our prayers, in our opening prayers, we always ask Allah to guide us on the right path. And we ask that we not be on the path of those whom thy wrath is brought down. When we look at the word wrath, it means extreme anger, rage, or fury. And in the scripture, it talks about the seven wraths of God. The seven angels are given seven bowls of God's wrath, each consisting of judgments full of the wrath of God. But, you know, as we look at this, and there is a way out, because the gospel also contains the good news. There is warning, but there's also the good news. Well, in Psalms 12 and 12, it says, Kiss the son, lest he be angry with you, and you perish in the way, for his wrath is quickly kindled. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. So we're saying to you today that you have a solution, and you do have time, because we are living in the judgment of the world and specifically the judgment of North America, the United States in particular. The most honorable Elijah Muhammad said of the honorable Louis Farrakhan, at one point he referred to him as East Coast Buster and he said soon he will be busting up the West Coast. Well when you look at the definition of bust and you look at the definition of crush, it's almost the same thing. One bust means to smash or break, especially forcefully. So he is busting up tribalism among us, and he is forcing peace. Well, you know, you might say, well, how can you force peace? Well, the scripture said, blessed are the peacemakers. We are going to have to make peace in this hour. Brothers and sisters, I am not the main speaker for today, and I am very happy to introduce a brother 
who is going to carry us farther on into the teachings. He is born and raised in the nation of Islam, a son of registered believers. Allah called him, he said, in his early 20s, and his first post was as process instructor. He was also a lieutenant. He also worked on the staff of protocol, and he is now assistant student minister for student minister Abdul Imam Muhammad. I ask you to bring to the rostrum our brother and helper here at mosque number 32, student minister Hannibal Muhammad. Assalamu alaikum. Brothers and sisters, help me give student minister Aisha and student minister Wesley Muhammad another round of applause. In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful, I bear witness that there is no God but Allah who came in the person of Master Fad Muhammad the Great Mahdi. I bear witness that the most honorable Elijah Muhammad is the exalted Christ and living Messiah. And I further bear witness as a 35 year old young man, and I did say young man, I would not know of these past two I just mentioned if it was not for this man. This man that I'm speaking of now is more than just a divine reminder and warner in our midst. He is more than the crusher of falsehood, and he is more than the prince of peace. But he is the Messiah in Christ that we've been yearning for. As he has called upon his title on February 17, 2019, in his Savior's Day address. And I am speaking of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. And I greet you all in the greeting words of peace, of Isalam Alaikum. Brothers and sisters, I must first and foremost thank our newly named student minister, Abdul Iman Muhammad, for giving me this opportunity to speak to you all today. And I also want to thank the Honorable Minister Louis Farquhar, as our dear sister Aisha did, because I would not be in this position if he did not okay it. And sometimes we have to remind ourselves that things come by the grace of Allah. Because I was not looking for this position, but Allah seen something in the minister because our student minister seen something in it. And he checked it off. So I'm humble and I thank Allah and I thank the most honorable Elijah Muhammad and the minister for this opportunity. As you may have seen, you've, you've seen different Brothers and sisters and sister from our ministry class speaking today. Well, brothers and sisters, today is what we call Ministry Sunday. We are speaking on the theme, the return of Christ. How do you see it? How do you see it? I want to start off with this right here. All over the world, people are yearning for the return of Mahdi and Christ. But I tell you, 
look no further. The Christ that you've been looking for is among us today. In the Savior's Day lecture this past February, the minister said, Today, I want to introduce you to Jesus. Because you have never seen Jesus. If you saw Jesus, you would observe something that you have never seen the likes of before. In a world as wicked as this one. You would have to observe Jesus. You will have to concentrate on Jesus. Then you would have to submit and surrender so that you could make, so he could make you, I'm going to add to that, and I his disciple. Meaning, he's going to discipline us into something we have never experienced over 400 years living under the tyranny or tyranny of white supremacy and the filth and wickedness of those who had us in slavery. The minister also says on Twitter, God does not love this world. God never sent Jesus to die for this world. Jesus died because he was 2,000 years too soon to bring about the end of civilization of the Jews. He never was on no cross. There was no cavalry for that Jesus. He continued on to say, when you read your Bible and you read about Peter and Paul and James and Thomas and you're reading about people who gave their lives to Jesus, you can't follow him half-hearted. You can't walk with Jesus with one hand in his hand, one foot where his steps, but the rest of you is in the world. When you go to church, uh-oh, y'all don't get mad at me. These are the minister words. When you go to church, you want salvation. The sign says Jesus saves. He does save. But if you don't know him, you he can't save you if you don't know who he is. But you love him so to hear you sing, to hear you shout, and even some of the great preachers, to hear them preach, you will really think they know Jesus. And they walk right down off the pulpit and get engaged in sin and filth. Oh, brothers and sisters. Here's what the wicked scientists of religion have done. 25% of what you read of Jesus in the Bible is actually history. 75% of what you read is 
prophecy. So what the enemy did, he took prophecy and made it history and took history and made it prophecy so that you would be walking with Jesus and would not know him. Oh, brothers and sisters. That's why Jesus must come to make things right and take the deviated souls and put them back on the right path. I tell you, that is happening right now. When you see the return of the Christ, you will start seeing the revolutionary because it will be broadcasted. See, you will see it with the artist. They have always been known as being the revolutionary. This is why the enemy keeps putting out filth. He wants to keep us distracted from the awakening of the consciousness of the black man and woman. You are watching this happen with our brother Jay-Z. We were watching it happen with our brother Nipsey Hussle. We are watching it happen with our brother Kendrick Lamar. We are watching it happen with our brother J. Cole. We are watching it happen with our brother Snoop Doggy Dog. We are watching it happen with our brother T.I. We are even watching it happen with our brother Rick Ross. And we are continuing to watch it with many other artists. Oh, brothers and sisters, it is happening in the midst of filth. The minister has sat down with these brothers. And he has planted seeds in these men. Oh, praises be to Allah. When he planted the seed, he didn't say, go join a religion. But when he planted the seed, he said, take your craft, take your skills, take your talents and restructure it to build up the people. We are taught that a song can be way beyond a thousand preachers. Excuse me. Let me clear that up some. We have been taught that one song can have more impact than the best preacher who can give you a thousand of his sermons. One song. When that song hits, it's something about music. Music talks to the soul. Music talks to the heart. Music talks to the mind. And when they drop the right words in it, it can lift you up out of a dark place. Oh, brothers and sisters, I tell you, as the people start to wake up, the blind is starting to begin to see now. The deaf is starting to hear now. The stumbling tongue is starting to speak clear words now. That's because of this man, Farrakhan. Oh, praises be to Allah. When you look at Satan, and you look at this world, we can see Satan's world is collapsing right now because Jesus has come. Jesus is present among us today. You can look at the world as the fall, the fall of America. 
look at it, when you look at the white woman, uh-oh, uh-oh, but this white woman right here can't reproduce herself. She is having a hard time. Her eggs is not fertile anymore. Oh, man. You can see the businesses shutting down. We are waking up. When you look at their economy, the economy is taking a slope down. They are starting to speak out their true, their true nature about us because they are no longer scared of us. They want us to know how they feel. That's why you see Gucci. That's why you see Prada. That's why you see a messy Becky. Oh, y'all don't know who messy Becky is. This, this is messy Becky. Excuse me, 911. I see some black people right here in my neighborhood. Can you please come arrest them? Messy Becky. If we go to Hebrews 9.28, it says, So Christ, having been offered once to bear the sins of many, will appear a second time. Not to do with sin, but to save those who are eagerly waiting for him. Oh, man. The minister says in that same Savings Day address, the real Jesus is so heavy in truth that when he does his work, he seals up the book. No need for another prophet ever because when prophets come, it means something is wrong. When Jesus finishes, evil is ended. Satan's world is collapsing because because Jesus has come. Oh, brothers and sisters, in Matthew 24, 27, for as the lightning comes from the east and shines as far as the west, so will it be the coming of the Son of Man. Well, last time I checked, America is on the West. Last time I checked, Islam was introduced in the West by the nation of Islam. Oh, somebody going to be mad at me today. Somebody going to be mad at me today. If we look at what is happening right now, as everyone else is falling, you are watching the rise of this beautiful flag right here in the nation of Islam on the West. Allahu Akbar. Oh, brothers and sisters, I'm not the keynote. I just want to set the tone for our brother today. Because the minister says the teachings of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad is the greatest message that you could receive. Because in it is a profound knowledge of Allah and a profound knowledge of self. You can only love yourself based upon what you know of yourself. The minister also says, yeah, I know it's like you saying the minister, right? Well, today I want to be a parent. I just want to repeat what the man of God has put out for the world to know. There is a degree of danger attached to telling the truth to those who have been deceived by lies and falsehood. There is a degree of danger that every prophet had to meet in a world ruled by Satan. But the 
prophet never shrank. I'm going to say that again. The prophet never shrank. I'm going to say that again. The most honorable Elijah Muhammad never shrank. I'm going to say that again. The honorable minister Louis Farquhar has never shrank from their duty to deliver the message. I tell you, brothers and sisters, you are in the right place at the right time. The Jesus you have been yearning for is right here sacrificing his life for our salvation. And brothers and sisters, I am speaking of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Thank you for listening. Assalamu alaikum. All praises be to Allah. Now help me bring to the rostrum this fireball to anchor us out. This soldier, not just physically fit, but spiritually fit to deliver the man of words, God. I butchered all that right there. I'm excited. I'm excited. But let me try this again. Help me bring to the rostrum this brother who is a minister in our ministry class, who is a soldier, not just physically, but spiritually a soldier, who strives to the best of his ability to represent the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan here in Phoenix, Arizona. Help me bring to the rostrum student minister Khalil Muhammad. Assalamu alaikum. Oh, oh my God. Can we get the fan up here? <laughs> Man. Good God, the animal. Now I'm supposed to say something after all that. <laughs> Seriously? Man. <laughs> Glad I got one or two notes. Good Lord. In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful. All praise is due to Allah, the Lord of all the worlds. The finder of us who was lost and the life giver to we are people who have been and still are mentally and spiritually dead in the grave of ignorance. We thank almighty God Allah for his coming as it is written and prophesied that he would come to seek and to save that which was lost. We know we can find no other persons and no other people more fitting that biblical description of the lost sheep, the lost people, the lost brothers, the lost sisters, other than we, the 50 million more mentally and spiritually dead black men and women here in the hells of North America. We thank him for his coming. We thank him for his claim of us as his people. We thank him for making the scriptures real. By coming in what the Bible calls sinful flesh. In order to condemn sin in the flesh. We thank him for making himself manifest God in person, a real live man, 
Not a spook. Not a spirit. Not a, as Sister Aisha said, an abracadabra, a shazam, a poof. But now a real man, Master Fad Muhammad, the great Mahdi, whom many scholars call and know him as the absolutely guided one. Not only do we thank him for his coming, but we thank him for confounding the wise. We thank him for being willing to come forward and do what all of the rest of the world has said could not be done. That the scholars said there's nothing that you can do to save the black man and woman of America because they have been so destroyed. They have been so ruined. They have been taken completely out of themselves from the nature and the power of their own being that we have prepared to destroy the enemy that has destroyed them. We might as well destroy them too because they have been made just like their enemy. Not made in the image and the likeness of God, but made in the image and the likeness of a people, a man who had been hopelessly lost in his rebellions of God. And we know, and the white man know too, that he has been a rebel against God from the word get. And we have been made in his image and after his likeness. But God raised the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. God raised and taught the little lamb of God. God himself raised and taught one that was not of this world. No knowledge of this world. Just a third grade education. But a heart that loves his people. A man that weep daily for the suffering of his people. This is the kind of man that God would have to have to go after a people who hate themselves and would fight against him as he attempts to raise them from the dead. Elijah Muhammad one that this world of super duper smarts he would take a third grade educated man to show the world and us who think so little of ourselves but he gonna show his power by taking the lamb Elijah third grade education no schooling no knowledge could barely speak English. But he would take Elijah. And he would insert himself. Pregnate him with his power. And then sit back from where he sit back. And guide the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. To do with the black man and woman of America. That nobody before has been able to do actually perform what the Bible calls the great 
resurrection. We saw that take place from the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. And I thank Allah. Not only for raising the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. And making him his messenger. His messiah. But as the Honorable Louis Farrakhan said, we had a problem with him being called messenger. Where really, in fact, then he was and is the exalted Christ. With that comes power. With that comes wisdom. Upon understanding what and how God worked on him. Then he will understand that same formula that after 38 years, 40 years to produce one, our leader, to produce one, our teacher, to produce one, that star student, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. And in their names, I'm happy and I am honored to greet my sisters and to greet my brothers with the green words of peace of assalamu alaikum as a student of the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan I am divinely honored in my own mind in my own way I could not be happier about anything except defending that one that stands for all of us I thank our local representative of that one, our local minister, Abdul Iman Muhammad, for this opportunity to stand before you this Sunday afternoon to represent the teachings of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad as given to us by the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan. Let us, the speakers before me, Brother Wesley, in the student ministry class, student minister Aisha Muhammad and student minister Hannibal Muhammad, would you with me give them a round of applause, please? Thank you. <clears throat> Brother, our minister, student minister Iman gave us a subject, you heard it, and um, the return of Christ. How do you see it? That's the question. That's a question, brother. Because there's a lot of people talking loud. Y'all remember JB? But they ain't saying nothing. Talking loud and saying nothing and saying nothing how they ain't saying nothing there's a man that's talking and walking and manifesting the return of Christ but before I get ahead of myself the world is expecting the return of Christ there's a people in the world that's do Christ when I say do Christ, that means they are old salvation from the very promise of God. And when you search among the people, you have to find the people on the planet 
who are the most blind, the most deaf, and the most dumb that will let you know where Christ will make himself known. You can't find nobody more blind, more deaf, and more dumb than the black man and woman of America who have been lost from our names, lost from our language, lost from our God, and lost from our culture, lost from our religion, our folkway, and more ways and norms. And by the way we act, by the hatred that we have for one another, the lack of love that we have for one another, when the kingdom is at hand, but our refusal to come together for pettiness. When all we got to do is what the most honorable Elijah Muhammad said, come together. He said our unity will give us success, not next week, but overnight. You know we have absolutely lost our mind just on that right there that we would not come together. So the scripture says, them dry bones in the valley going to have to have some winds to bring them together. But them winds ain't just no regular winds. Them some whoop-ass winds. And them winds be talking to you. Remember my mom used to be whooping you talking to you? Didn't I tell you not to talking to you the whole butt whooping? I we, we whoop butt wins is what's coming upon the black man and woman of America right now as we speak. Almighty God, the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan teaches us from the most honorable Elijah Muhammad that whenever the nation or a people want something, need something, is out of a natural law that's set up by the creator. They start longing for what they want. They start longing for what they need. And that longing is passed on in the very sperm itself that goes into the egg itself. And that egg then, that sperm, is coded into the genetic makeup of a people. And as long as a condition that produced the people that necessity for this longing or this need, as long as that persists, then the longing will intensify. And sooner or later, depending upon the need, one will be born from the womb of a woman to bring that need into fulfillment. He teaches us the greater the need, the greater the mind that you call forth. So when that group of people who call socialists, when they say the masses are the producers of the leader, the Honorable Louis Farrakhan teaches us that is exactly right. Christ the leader is not made. Christ the leader is born. He is born to do exactly what he is doing. For he is born from a genetic coding. That when that one that the book refers to is on the scene. He don't come with the need of the book. 
because that book is in him already programming him and all he got to do is live and breathe and we see the book being fulfilled as you see the work of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad manifest in the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan praise is due to Allah his coming forward he may create and he has created envy in the hearts of his brethren Brother Jabril, praise is due to Allah for our beloved brother and minister did the study of how envy invites murder. See, envy is a blinding factor. Because in the heart of the envier is inferiority that's covered by superior bragging or boasting. And the heart of the envier sees the one that has that they feel they should have and causes them to rise up against that one. The Honorable Louis Farrakhan is that one and the rest of our beautiful brothers and sisters but who become ugly with the germ and the disease of envy and jealousy hold up progress by fighting against what really is obvious that God has chosen put his hand on the womb of the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan and have made him no yes God made him born him birthed him for the most honorable Elijah Muhammad that when and now that the most honorable Elijah Muhammad is on the wheel yeah so I said on the wheel with Master Fire Muhammad on what we know is the mother plane, what some call the mother wheel. Ingest that for a minute. Because there are those based on envy, just because you haven't thought about it, just because you haven't researched it, want to say that the Honorable Louis Farrakhan is lying. You say if the most honorable Elijah Muhammad is alive, where is he at? You say, if the most honorable Elijah Muhammad is on the wheel, when he coming back? You say, that Minister Farrakhan been saying this for so long, like he got to prove something to you. Check this out. <laughs> the burden of proof is on us. You understand me? You, me, us, we are the ones who got to figure out what's up. Ain't nobody got to prove nothing to you because don't nobody owe you nothing. You got to be true to yourself. And if yourself tells you Elijah Muhammad, Muhammad, Elijah Muhammad is not on the wheel, that Minister Farrakhan is lying, go deal with it.
We'll we see you on the other side. But what I suggest though, if that's where you coming from, why don't you leave that where that is? Since we all black, we all know what the white man I did to all of us. And many of you were nowhere around when the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan came in the nation, was taught by the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, but now all of a sudden you know so much more than the minister. You do yourself, you do our people, here in America and the world, a great disservice by promoting disunity. Even if you do disagree, we can go back in and talk about that. But you go right to your open enemy. Bend over and give your open enemy an opening. And say, Master White Man, I ain't with that Farrakhan. You say, no, I didn't say that. Well, I'm not exactly like that, but that's what you're saying. Anytime you could be silly enough to go on Facebook Live or YouTube, wherever you go, and talk disunity. The most honorable and then claim to follow the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. The most honorable Elijah Muhammad's theme is unity. It's love of brother and love of sister. He did not teach us to disunite. He did not teach us to fight against each other. He did not teach us to go against each other. He showed us. He taught us. He demonstrated. He proved that our power of unity together is greater than atomic bombs. So when you disagree, we can talk about it. I seen one picture of the Mozambique Elijah Muhammad with Dr. Martin Luther King for years. I didn't know they met more than once. And I didn't figure it out until I seen different pictures in different clothes and one picture where he didn't have his fans on. I'm like, wow. But the world didn't know that. He didn't go on CBS with Dr. King and talk about Islam and Christianity. It wasn't about that. Because what both of them Georgia-born black men knew is the same dog that bit you, bit me. Now let's figure this thing out. Now all praise is due to Allah. Let's figure this out. If you say it ain't far kind, but it's you, fine. Let's go and work together. Because what we do know, huh, we got 400 years under this beast, we got to get out of it. If you say it ain't far kind, but it's the Honorable Silas Muhammad, fine. No problem. But we do know 400 years, let's get it together. We got to get out of this together. Because the same white man did that to you, did that to me. Why we ain't got to trip on each other? Because we're brothers of each other. My brother is my other self. My brother, my soldier. Ha, handsome black man. Shining. Look at you. I love my brother. Whether I'm looking at Silas follower, I look at brother, brother. There's a brother, Eric. Uh, there's a whole group of nationalists. I don't care. We are the black man. You are the black woman. We came here 400 years ago. And all of us, before we got to where we are right now, didn't even know how to speak. Didn't know how to read. Didn't know how to write. And nobody would dare say a word when the most honorable Elijah Muhammad was present. Because what everybody knew, he is the father of our movement. Am I right? Now he departs. He departs. And something else takes place. Is everybody all right? One second, please.
I spoke of envy, brother and sister, because Honorable Louis Farrakhan has made it very clear it is so debilitating, so crippling of what we have to do as a people. You want to be the leader? You want to be the finest sister? You don't want your sister to be fine like you? Do you really want to be the only one, sister? That, 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 that all the men, I mean, I'm not married, but brother's married, he married, he married, he married. You want to be the only one that busts it. Damn, she fine as hell. You want to be the only one, sister? You don't want that for your sister because that's what the teachings is. I want for my brother and sister what I want for myself. I mean, the brother said, wow, she's frying your husband said, baby, good God, damn, all that, all that, all that. Don't you want your sister to get a little bit of that? You, do you want it all? Come on. And brother, you want to be the only one say, oh, I know I'm handsome, I'm fine. I got my muscles popping, eight pack intact. I got it like that. You want to be the only one? That brother sharp. That brother got gators. That brother got a mean car. That brother got diamonds on. That brother, you want to be the only one? I mean, that's a, to me, that's a lonely place to be. You have to be so vain. <laughs> God, dog, to not want nobody included but you. I mean, you like this. You like really tilted. And that's how you look, too, because you're all by yourself. But if you really, if you really truly love yourself, you want that for your brother and you want that for your sister too. Am I right? All praise is due to Allah. So when we get past that part, and this is where we are, and this is what the Christ is all about. The return ain't pretty. We get into that. Return is not pretty. Since Aisha tapped on it, Brother Hannibal touched on it, Brother Wesley touched on it, and all I can do is touch on it. What well, we all have been taught by our leader and teacher. The return is not pretty. So the Honorable Louis Farrakhan being put as the father of the house. So he ain't the father of my house. You just don't know. And that don't mean the father of the nation of Islam. That's obvious. I mean, come on. No, he's the father of the house of black people. Period. And you who see yourself and fantasize that you're this great big leader, how many countries have you been to? How many world leaders have you met? How many world leaders have begged you to stay in their country? Over in Saudi Arabia, when you see these gold strings and gold trimming, they're real gold. And mansions so big, the minister said, you could roll an 18-wheel truck down the hallway. And they offered that to him. He said, you know our leader. We got the most beautiful leader. Oh, man. We have the most beautiful leader that the world could ever say. The minister said, thank you. He said, but my work, and I have to go back to the black man and woman in America. So you bums who accuse him of taking your money, your fish money, or your little bean pie money. <laughs> I mean, really. Man, so say, what money? The Arab 
man, no, he can go over there and straight what we call chillax. And just straight, if he was that kind of person. But he ain't that kind of person. Praise due to Allah. He's a man that is giving his all. He hated the book say without a cause. He's giving himself all the way to the point of death. Where he had been so destroyed by his own brothers. The plot thickens even right now as a plot and plan to kill him. You done tried once. You tried again. And you're still trying. If we catch you, it will be your last attempt. Promise you, in the name of God, poisoned our leader to the point where he was so destroyed the price that he has paid for us. None of you have paid that price. Who claim to be whatever you say you are. Can't you see that God has chosen the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan? There are certain things in your life you would have went through. You didn't sit up there with blood clots coming out of you. You don't know nothing about that. As he sat there with his legs in the air. And clots cut the size of golf balls coming out of him. When he first started hemorrhaging and Lucifer, his son had to carry him. He was soaked with blood himself. He had lost almost all the blood. They had to keep him turned this way, backward, so no more wouldn't come out. What you as a leader, what have you done with anything near that? These are all signs and symbols and manifestations of God's power working with and through a man that is he laid there. Praise is due to Allah. As he laid there, he didn't say, Move this from me. He said, Thank you, Allah. All praise is due to Allah. He said, Thank you, Allah. All praise is due to Allah and his daughter, sister. Thank you. She said, wow. Now he all praise is due to Allah. She said, that means something totally different to me now. She said, because she heard him say it in the truest sense of saying it. You understand? Not a slogan, all praise due to Allah. No, 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 no. Because he's there facing death. And the most honorable Elijah Muhammad told him, brother, you will be in such bad shape when that time comes. You will know that it be only me, Allah, who will be able to get you out of that condition. You, he goes through this, dealing with the envy. But look, you are not envious or jealous over what you called into existence. We are not because remember now, we called Minister Farrakhan into existence. This is the whole point of being genetically coded. The longing of the people. Your will, your will, your will. What you want, we will into existence. We was tired of suffering from the white man. We was tired of having nothing. We was tired of not being respected. We was tired of not knowing who we were. So God raised the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. And then the most honorable Elijah Muhammad produced, nourished 
He didn't make him as he told him, but he nourished the Honorable Louis Farrakhan and growed him up into his second self. So when you see Farrakhan, you see Elijah. So we are not to become envious over that which we have called into existence. Because we called him forward. Because when you are envious of that which you call into existence, you are actually fighting God himself. When the people suffer and are deprived of what God demands for their lives, they start longing for freedom, longing for justice, longing for equality that they have been deprived of. And the longer the deprivation, the more intense the longing, the more intense the longing, the greater is the man that they produce. This is why the one who comes today, he got to be greater than Muhammad of yesterday. Greater than Jesus of yesterday. Greater than Moses of yesterday. Because that man, the time demands he be bigger than everyone who has ever been. Why? Because the enemy of God is more wicked today. The enemy of God. Praise is due to Allah. The enemy of God is more wicked today. His machinations of evil is much more contrived. The mayhem. What we went through in slavery, they didn't go through that back then. They didn't have to deal with nothing like that. This one that is born today is absolutely born to destroy this world, black man and woman. I'm almost finished. I, um, excuse me. I didn't know exactly how everything was going to go. Time-wise, so I went from the back to the front. All praise is due to Allah. So now, the return of Christ, the return of Jesus, the return of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. All y'all, not y'all, but y'all who oppose, and maybe some of y'all in there, I don't know. You may be one of the puppets of the white man in here. I ain't looking for you. You're in trouble yourself. All y'all who oppose the fact that the most honorable Elijah Muhammad is alive. Now y'all remember he told the minister brother I'm going to go away. I'll be gone approximately three years. Right? When I return. What's that? Not if when I return. Ain't that the subject? Return of Christ. When I return, I will reveal the new teaching through you. The enemy say, where's he at? It's been three years. Where's Elijah? See? Farrakhan just tricking y'all. Mother Tynetta and Brother Jabril, they got together and they concocted this thing and they done tricked the minister because he got the voice to put this over on the people. So when the minister say the most honorable Elijah Muhammad is still alive, I say, oh, Farrakhan, please, don't, 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 don't do that. Up in the sky, you know what we've been teaching the Jesus up in the sky? Now you're going to say Elijah up in the sky? Farrakhan, please, 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 what? If y'all got the book, is it possible the most honorable Elijah Muhammad is still physically alive? 
that's authored by Brother Jabril, but I don't know if you know, and if you got the book, then you know Minister Farrakhan named that book. Minister Farrakhan named that book. In that book is a letter that the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad wrote as Brother Jabril was asking him and he questioned Jabril about where you think I'm going? When you think I'm going? Trying to see just where Jabril is on what is about to take place. His departure, not his death. His departure, not his death. Jabril gave answer to where? Jabril gave his answer to when? And uh, for the sake of study, I ain't even going to the rest of that. Y'all go get the book. Now that part I'm not, because I'm going off my the subject that Brother Iman asked us to speak on the return. Because see, the return of Christ deals with his death, because this is what you're talking about. Because Jesus, the Christ, is supposed to be dead, right? Okay, you can't talk about them from our from our school of study and thought without mentioning Mother Tanetta Muhammad, wife of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. Brother Jabril Muhammad, student of the Honorable, Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad, and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. You can't talk about the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad and his departure and the controversy about whether he died or if he's alive. The tomb or the location of the body of Jesus. We don't talk about the return of Christ. We don't talk about his so-called death. And the so-called, so-called death of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Just like you naysayers say, prove it. Well, God damn it, you proved that he dead then. And what a funky job to have to prove Elijah. Why would you want to prove Elijah Muhammad is dead? Think about what you got to do. I wouldn't even want that job. I'm going to prove this nigga dead. Look at you. Look at your thinking. Why would you even want a job like that? Why can't you just be happy and say, he lives, even if it's just in your head. That ain't good enough, but you got to prove that your brother, the Alma Mr. Louis Farrakhan, is in error when you all you prove is that you're nothing but the white man's nigger in 2019. That was a body, but that wasn't a body of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. There was a guard that was paid to watch that so-called body of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. In the Bible, there also was a guard. Y'all, see, you got to understand, we're reliving everything, but the full, we're in the fullness of time now. So in the Bible, there also was a body. And there was a guard at the at the, the centurion at the tomb, right? All of a sudden, when Mary, Magdalene, John, and Peter, who was the national spokesperson of Jesus in the Roman Empire, Peter was his national representative. When they got to the tomb, there ain't no guard, ain't no rock at the door, and inside, lo and behold, I'll be damned, ain't no Jesus. Where the body? Where'd he go? Another part of the book 
Jesus shows up. Say, what's up, Mary? That's modern translation. <laughs> what's up, Mary? Lord, Lord, well, what's the problem? She didn't recognize him. Book say he goes through a transformation. He goes through a transfiguration. He goes through an alternation of his entire insides where his spirit that was now is no longer. He becomes the Jesus Christ, as Sister pointed out, not Christ. A name, but Christ now the crusher. So when he shows up as a gardener, some writers say he had on gardening clothes, and that's what she didn't recognize. Look, if that's my Lord and I love the minister, he gotta have a good disguise on for me now. I don't care what he got on, I'm gonna recognize him. But if he is going through a transformation, transform has changed, transfigure has changed which means he don't look the same we know through our study of electronics and electricity and energy that all energy is constant it just changes form so Mary when Jesus said what's up girl she said and when she recognized that it was him oh she weep Oh, she weep. So in the book of John, John records that on the Sunday morning following the crucifixion, when Mary went to the tomb and found it was empty, she started to weep because she thought someone had taken the body. In her worry and frustration, she turned around and saw Jesus standing, but didn't know that it was Jesus supposing him to be the gardener. And the gardener he was, huh? And the gardener he is. Yes. Because look at what the gardener does. Look at the nature of the gardener. Huh? The gardener is one who tends to life. The gardener is one who brings life. Who nurtures life. Who tends to life. Brings it from a dead state into an upright living perpendicular. So it isn't until he says her name that she recognizes him. So the book reigns true. My sheep know my figure, my look, my gaiters, my suit, my voice. Why the voice? Because the voice carries the energy. Spirit, the word travels on the airwaves, which are sacred. And traveling on the airwaves is the energy that hits you. You know, you hear that music, you can't help it. You start getting with it. You're like, yeah, that's it. That's it. And when you hear the word of your Lord, you start bouncing the far car and say, go ahead, brother minister. You're damn right. All praise is due to Allah. In the Bible, there are over 1,800 references of Christ's return. That's a whole, there's something about this Christ figure, ain't it? Over 1,800 references about his return. The Old Testament, Christ's return is emphasized. 
in the 17 books of the New Testament, there's 23 of them that talks about his return out of the 27 books. Seven out of the 10 chapters in the New Testament mentions his return. So in the book of Hebrews in 928, that those who eagerly await for him, listen, you heard Brother Hannibal say that. Now that's very, very key. Because if you're not awaiting his return, then you're going to miss it. If somebody tells you he's supposed to return, then you're looking. I'll tell you, I'm coming to pick you up. You're looking for you, waiting for me. You're watching the watch. You're looking. But if you're not expecting his return, you're not eagerly awaiting his return, then you're going to easily miss him. The books say those who are eagerly wait for him, he will appear a second time. Yes. In the Bible, Enoch predicted the second coming of Christ. So in the book of Jude, 1, 14 through 15, it says, Behold, the Lord comes with 10,000. And for the sake of what our Lord has put forward, 10,000 fearless of his saints. What you need 10,000 fearless for? Are we getting to the return now? <laughs> Look, if you don't cross somebody, did somebody wrong, and you know you did them wrong, and they show up, uh, hi, no, hi, nothing. <laughs> And they got, and they got ten thousand saints in this modern day and time. They got ten thousand gorillas looking like right. And they ain't saying no. You already know what it is. And that one comes and shows up. The books say he shows up with ten thousand fillers of his saints to execute judgment, to convict all who are ungodly. Christ's return is to make all things new. Why Christ? Why you got to make it new? What's wrong with the old? The most honorable Elijah Muhammad came and gave us how to eat to live. If you eat right, he said, you follow me and will take you back and make you 16 again. That means your old way won't be no more. He said, behold, I make all things new. A new heaven, a new earth, a new me, and a new you too. And all the former things will pass away because the former ain't good no more. And if you refuse to do what the Honorable Louis Farrakhan said, death is your lot. If we refuse to do what the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan instructs us, death is our lot. So he told us, I'm going to take us back by the grace of Almighty God. I will not let us go. This happened to be something that's my charge. I take. And I pray to Allah, all of us find your way. It's a beautiful thing when you find your way. Well, this part, Allah has shown me I'm obligated to do. 2018, he said, I'm making it law. 
And we got a chance. Ramadan's around the corner. Let's start it all over again. And when you get a grip on it, don't let it slip. He said, I want us one meal a day. Why? In particular, as we get older, the weight is harder on the body. And it's harder to keep your health in place. So he come to make us spanking brand new. But not just from the physical appearance. You look good, okay. You got your garment on, you got your suit on, looking good. Not just not 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 just that. But the part when sister mentioned about being able to tune in. You're able, we're able to tune in more when our mind is more in line with that dietary law. And nobody said much about it. Because if you like me, you like lemon pepper wings. I like lemon pepper wings. That's my, that's my weakness. Brother, student minister, Halim, I ain't forgot. He said, I like potato chips. He said, that's my thing. And that's a brother who eats every other day. But still, he like potato chips. I ain't gonna ask everybody, raise your hand, what's yours, what's yours, what's yours? Everybody got some. I know what I gotta overcome. And my plan is this Ramadan, I'ma get them wings in the headlock. I ain't talking about eating. I thought I'm gonna get them in the headlock, I'ma put them behind me. I got to get that. That part right there. All praise is due to Allah. But at the same time, as the Honorable Louis Farrakhan, this return of the Christ, he returns to execute judgment. Christ comes to kill the wicked. Christ comes to save those who have been steadfast in his work. Christ comes to crush the wicked. The book says, with those 10,000, it's not no parade. It's not a peaceful rally. It's not a sit-in. It ain't no wait-in. It is war. Christ comes to wage war. What you think he got a sword for? You think he got a sword just to cut some potatoes and trim some 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 uh, cauliflower and cut some some zucchini? No, he got a sword. Sharp, sharp, sharp. He just cut it like you know a hot knife and butter. He got a sword that's sharp. But now the book described not only is it a sword, but the sword is dripping in blood. That's a lot of blood on that sword. Where the blood come from? Whose blood is it? And good God Almighty, Jesus, I thought you was a nice guy. Holy cow, I thought you were a really peaceful dude, man. Were you going to kill? He said, hey, I don't come to bring peace this time. I was a lamb, but on my return, he's a lion. The lion of Judah, he roared. He ain't playing. So the sword is dripping in blood of his enemy. That man with that sword in his hand is the honorable minister, Louis Parkon. All them who say what they said and what they say, you cannot dispute the fact. The Bible describes him. When he speaks, they come out in the droves of the thousands. So in Los Angeles, they come out 20 and 30,000. In Detroit, they come out 20 and 30,000. In New York, they was tearing the dope down. They didn't even care about their cell phone no more. At that time, Brother Collins said, hell with it. Let them in. He said, let them see their leader. They didn't even want to go back to their car. Keep the phone. Because we want to see and hear 
Farrakhan in, in New York, in Los Angeles, in Atlanta, thousands, thousands, and thousands, and then ultimately to prove the power of God, the spirit of God that's on this man. He go to DC, come right to the cracker's house, right to the cracker's door, and the president went on extended vacation. All the guards are there with guns, but the more he spoke, the more they put the guns down, and they listening for kind himself with two million black men who came out. All praises due to Allah. He said, coming with an army of 10,000 saints, 10,000 fearless, 10,000 fearless, yeah, that's what he called it, and one rider seen him, he had so much blood. I'm sorry, brother and sister. See, Brother Khalil, you just want to fight. you damn right out there. That ain't no joke. I want to fight with Farrakhan. I'm with Farrakhan. I don't know who you with. That's only certain things you can say about the minister in my face. See what I'm saying? You can say all that wherever you at. Say all that like that. I tell you like Brother Collins said. You say death to Farrakhan in my face, I'm going to murder your national television. Mess with the minister. Excuse me. We don't do murder. But our passion is as such. We don't do the murder. That's what they say. If you mess with Farrakhan. That's what they say. That's what I heard somebody say. <laughs> no, you got bloods and crips. Listen, I ain't coming down there, man. Let me know when it's wrong. I ain't coming down there. And they pumping their gauge. And they getting that Glock ready. We don't carry guns. But there are those out there. Look, when it's time, give me a call. That's why the books say there rose up an exceedingly great army. How can I? We ain't got no exceedingly great army. We got an army. And remember, Jesus said, All my followers are not of this fold. They're going to come from places you wouldn't believe. Who'll be with the minister? Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if you don't see Oprah leading it. Oh, not Oprah. You don't know. Don't know. Don't judge. Don't judge. Today's hypocrite. Tomorrow believer. The minister said you can't judge a thing until a period has come to his life. Other than that, it's still being written. You don't know who's going to jump up one day and say, I'm with Farrakhan. All praise is due to Allah. I'm going to wrap this up. But remember, in, that, in the final the return of Christ, the sword is driven in blood. He come back as a lion. They see him in a wine press. The minister described that wine press is where you press those grapes. But the Christ got so much blood on him. He said he's crushing the heads of his enemy. And blood and their brains is popping all over him. Because he don't give a damn about his enemy. Christ's return is to save his people and to kill his enemies. May Allah bless us with divine light of understanding. What? <laughs> All praise is due to Allah. <laughs> the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan as that Caucasian lady says on that tape, will go down in history as he goes up to the will, which if I'm a uh, student minister, Iman said that I was teaching Wednesday, if I'm still teaching Wednesday, am I sir? Then Wednesday, my subject, inshallah, will be, is it possible 
the most honorable Elijah Muhammad is still physically alive. One brother, a good friend of mine, he said, why, why are you teaching that? He said, because he's not here. The minister is here. I said, wow. <laughs> he's, he's, not, he's not here? Did I hear you right? Wow. So Wednesday, we will go, inshallah, we will go more into detail on the fact. Because it's just a question. I don't know why everybody's all upset. <laughs> it's just a question. Is it possible? Why y'all tripping? He died. He did. I saw the body. Dang him. Fuck our lives. He's a hypocrite. He just asked a question. It's just a question. If you don't believe it, cool. If you do believe it, right on. Don't trip. We still family. Love y'all. All praise is due to Allah. Assalamualaikum. <laughs> all right. <laughs>